last episode of the wonderful Womanly Wisdom broadcast for March 2021 will be about the wisdom that I learned from my younger sister, my significantly younger sister, Kathleen. Everybody loved Kathy. She preferred to be called Kathy. And they loved her for some very good reasons, as you'll see in the portions of the podcast coming after this one. She was my baby. She was born when I was nine and a half years old. And I prayed for her. She was the sister that I wanted so desperately because I was surrounded by brothers, foster brothers, male cousins. And when I found out that my mom was having a baby, I prayed fervently for a girl. And I do believe that God answered my prayer and gave me a girl. And we were great friends after we became adults. Of course, while we were growing up, I was always the much older and she was always the much younger, but she was like my little caboose. I took her absolutely everywhere with me, whether it was booster practice after classes in high school or whether it was bike riding on a Sunday in Central Park while I was in college, whether it was to the beach with friends. My sister was always with me and One of the things that she learned growing up was that if she was good and did everything that she was supposed to do, uh, my brother and I, or I, would take her with us. And so she grew up feeling that as long as she did the right thing, that everything would always work out. And it did for the most part. It didn't always work out the way she expected, but she had a great attitude about it nevertheless. I am grateful for having had her as my sister and oh, so heartbroken that she is gone, but grateful that I know I'll see her again in heaven. I thank God for the gift of my younger sister, Kathy. my junior by 10 years and so I remember her being born I remember her growing up years and I was looking forward to moving to where she lived to retire so that we could be closer together but God saw fit to let things go another way but there is still much that she taught me even though she was so much younger. The first thing I remember about her is that she was always an extremely happy baby. It's just like joy was built into her personality. And I must say that she lived that way for all of her life. And so the first thing that I learned from her was to choose joy. She was definitely a glass half full person and she always 
radiated joy. She radiated joy to the point that she refused to be among negative people. When people were negative, she backed away. Whether she got out of their company totally or she managed to not be with them a lot if she had to work with them or cooperate with them in any kind of team effort. She just refused to be around negative people. And I have learned that same thing, to just refuse to be among negative people. Negative people only bring you down, only cause you to look at what you don't have rather than helping you to appreciate what you do have. The other thing that I remember about my sister is that she had friends everywhere. She had friends in the neighborhood. She had friends in whatever school she went to. When she moved away and she lived in several different cities, she had a best friend everywhere that she lived. She just made friends so easily. And I remember so vividly when she passed away, the friends in her hometown who spoke about what a great friend that she was to them. The other thing that we were all taught, but I saw it very, very evident in her life, is to be open to diversity. We were always taught to appreciate different people growing up. However, she took it to a whole nother level. I used to laugh so much when I thought about when she was dating. We never knew who was coming into the house. She dated people from different races, different classes, different uh, types of, of individuals that we were introduced to, but she always brought them home. My mother always met them, and uh, my sister was just very open to diverse people, and that actually is a testament to how our parents raised us, but she was very open to diversity. That openness to diversity served her very well when she left home and became a part of the military because she was very often in environments where there was a lot of diversity and it never shook her. The other thing that I learned is to be adventurous and try new things. My sister did all kinds of interesting things that I never would have had the courage to do. Uh, my, my sister used to go to a school that was a, parkway, a parkways ride away from where we were, and she used to ride her bicycle on the parkway to get to her college. Uh, she just did all kinds of new things. If it was something new, whether it was a different kind of food or a different kind of activity, whether it was parasailing, whether it was a boat race, whatever it was, she was willing to try new things.
the lessons continue. There's still much more that I learned from my sister. One of the things that I loved about her was that she loved fiercely, especially her family. I saw it most markedly when she became a mom. She loved her children fiercely. She knew who they were. She knew the good things, the bad things. It did not matter. She loved them fiercely, and she was tremendously loyal to them. Of course, it was that way as well with our nuclear family. We were raised to know that the three of us would always be great friends. And so we loved each other, she, my brother, and I. And we were good friends as adults. We spoke to each other several times a week, sometimes daily, and we were very, very, very close. One thing that I saw, even though she had children, was my sister was willing to pour herself into younger people. She was willing to sacrifice her time and her resources to make sure that younger people got a chance to experience something beyond just their normal home life. Two of the things that she really involved herself in were soccer. She became involved in soccer when her girls started to play. And at one point, she became the commissioner of one of the soccer leagues. She was the commissioner for the primary years, the the children who were in the, the very early years of soccer. And even after her youngest daughter went to college and graduated from college, she remained the commissioner for that soccer league. The other thing is that she started a technical bowl, a tech bowl for children of all ages K through 12 in her city. And she poured herself into that. She poured herself into that to the point that when it was time for tech bowl, I was even getting online and looking for different challenges and questions for the children to help her out because she was so enthusiastic about it that I just absolutely had to get involved, even though I lived 2,000 miles away. And even though she never asked me, her enthusiasm for helping these young people learn how to be proficient technically just rubbed off on me and I got involved. The one thing that I learned from her is to take time to relax a bit. They used to have a gathering in the city where she lived that um, they called it, it's five o'clock somewhere every night. And some of her friends would just get together and they would hang out a little bit at the end of the day just to unwind and on a Friday to unwind from the week. And she taught me that I need to remember to unwind, that even though life may get tense, life may get tough, it's still important to remember to unwind. And then the other thing that 
I watched her do was to hang out with her girlfriends. When you're a woman, girlfriends help keep you sane. It's important to have girlfriends and not to isolate yourself. I've always had good girlfriends and so did she. And her friends were just wonderful younger women, um, younger than me, her age, who just held her hand through some very tough times in her life. And they all saw each other through a lot of pain and difficulty. And finally, the last two lessons that I learned from my beautiful baby sister were, I think, the most important. And they were the first. Just because one part of your life is tough, don't let it spoil the rest of your life. Although she was the cherished family baby, My sister's life was not always easy once she left the nest. And despite that, she maintained that happy countenance. And there was always a good part of her life. And she would focus on that good part and not let the difficult portions of her life or seasons in her life taint what was good and beautiful. She suffered through some really hard times, some difficult rejections, and she still would put on that face and she would smile and she would look to the things that were good in her life and focus on them. And then the very last lesson that I learned from her was this quote, better to ask forgiveness than permission. Now, you might say, what does that mean? To me, it means when you see something that you would like to do, unless it is immoral, illegal, or fattening, go for it. Don't worry about what other people think. Just go ahead and do it. If it is a problem for someone and you have to apologize, well, that's okay. You went ahead, you did it, and you'll apologize. Most of the time, what you're going to do isn't going to be a problem for people. However, if what you've done is a problem, and you did it with a good heart and in good conscience, it's really all right. Apologize. Because when you wait to ask people for permission to do something that you really want to do, it short circuits your growth. It short circuits your ability to have joy. It short circuits your ability to live freely. And sometimes it can even stop you from thinking. And thinking is important. 
So often we follow what other people say and we don't think things through. So that concludes the wonderful lessons that I learned from my sister, who was an amazing woman, whose life was really way too short. But I'm grateful for having had her in my life. Well, I hope that this first month of the wonderful Womanly Wisdom podcast has been a blessing to you. And I look forward to continuing in April. In April, we'll be speaking about wisdom from women in the Bible. After all, Easter falls in April. And what a great way to take a look at some of the wonderful womanly wisdom that is absolutely timeless. I hope that you'll continue to join us in April for the wonderful Womanly Wisdom podcasts, and I look forward to them being a blessing to you.